everybody. Hello. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Muy bien, gracias. Oh, de nalgas. <laughs> Amy just got back from Mexico. Woo! It was, Jeez. oh my God, a much needed vacation. So, so delicioso, que rico. How's your Spanish now? Oh, muy bien. I took a Spanish lessons, a Spanish lessons, <laughs> <laughs> uh, every day when I was there. Did was they teach you how to say diaca? I don't think we went over the diaca. We were talking a lot about how to, to speak about my profession, so how to say how to be a sex educator. How do you say G-spot? G-spato? We did not do, uh, what is G? G-spato. We did not do G-spot. What about prostato? We did not do any of the, oh, damn it, what I need about, to go back. Yeah, what? <laughs> I was hoping to get some knowledge. This is what about penis? Are you using like pee pee or pee Banana. Pee-pee? Banana. <laughs> Banana way. <laughs> All right, so anyways, um. So here we are. This is episode seven. Seven. Yeah. Lucky number seven. Ooh. Wow. And we have a special one for y'alls. We really do. Yeah. What is our What is our theme today? It is how to please. I'm sorry. How to. What is our theme, Amy? It is men's <laughs> sexual pleasure 101, aka how to please the diaka. Please that diaka. That's where <laughs> I was diaka. trying to go with, but um, you got distracted by yeah. the thought of a diaka. Mmm, diaka. <laughs> you love that diaka. Yep, we do. We love that diaka. In science, it's called a penis. Mm-hmm. In science. <laughs> <laughs> a penis astragalus. <laughs> That's the scientific name, actually. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. So this is going to be all about how to, not just the diaka, it's about how to uh, please your male body, the lover, partner, whatever, the, however they identify, um, how to please that or person. yourself, too. If you have a male body. Right. Exactly. This right. is for anyone who owns a penis or loves a penis. Right. Yes. And I we're not just going to... Please myself that way too. This is true. Back Some of the one. things we'll talk about might actually be uh, applicable to strap-on play. Awesome. So yeah, so this this is open. And so if you're someone who's like, eh, I don't know, this is applying to me, maybe just stick with us and see what happens. And um, But if you really hate the diaka, then maybe this isn't for you. So, <laughs> and it's okay. You don't have to love the diaka. DX's not for everyone. No, it no. sure isn't. Sure isn't. Okay, so the, everyone, we need to discuss something before we go into the diaka. We would love to invite all of you to review us. On, on iTunes. iTunes. Yes, we need to write a review. And, and it's actually more complicated than it looks. You don't, if you're subscribed to us already, it actually is pretty hard to see where to do it when you're down, when you're listening to our podcast. So when you, if you're subscribed to us, it needs you to go and search again for our podcast. So plus search, enter our podcast. And from there, when you're kind of out of the subscribed um, area of our podcast, then you can write a review. It's really easy from that point. So then write a review on iTunes. It really helps us to get us out there. We'd really appreciate it. There's, I think, yeah, there's only a couple right now, but there was a problem, I will say, um, with iTunes. On the back end for a while, people were unable to, on any podcast, write a mm-hmm. review, but that problem is fixed. There was like a glitch in the iTunes system. Um, Apple's losing it. I don't Apple. know. I'm going to sell my iPhone. Shit. Are we going to go Samsung? Go- I don't even know if I can <laughs> say that. Go on, the Galaxy Note Seven, aka blows up airplanes. Oh yeah, you can't bring that one. <laughs> no, let's get one of those. Boom. Oh yeah, so we're gonna um, still stick with our iPhones, and yeah, we would love, love, love if to review us. I don't even know a lot about Google Play because I don't have. I don't either. But I'm sure you can review us on Google Play. So anything that you can do to review us. 
um, would really, really help us out. We would really much appreciate that. So just wanted to give that a little a little shout out beforehand. And then uh, we have a couple of workshops coming up that we we're do. Really excited it's about. Very exciting. Very exciting. So let's see. First off, I'm teaching a workshop. This is coming out on Tuesday. So if you're in Santa Cruz, I'm teaching a workshop on Thursday. Do the, you video record your workshops though? Not this one. I have okay. it online. Like you can actually watch my orgasmic bliss men's sexual pleasure one on one class online at purepleasureshop.com. So you can take the class from home. Uh, if you're in Santa Cruz, I'm teaching this Thursday. What day is that? Thursday, the um your birthday's the 16th. Oh, April's you. birthday is oh, coming up. My. Oh my god, how old are you turning? I'm going to be 35 going and fabulous. On 12. Going <laughs> on yes. Um really I I know it's a milestone birthday yes, but I'm working the whole time. I know. Um, we always have trade this trade show, the ANME trade up, show. It's the 11th like trade I show. believe. The 11th is going to be Thursday. 11th, no, no, today's 12th. the no, 9th. No, no, no. Wow, we're really be bad. I'm whatever. <laughs> this Thursday at Pure Pleasure. Go, right, go to purepleasureshop.com if you want to learn more about that class. And then we're also teaching our erotic empowerment. Uh, it's Erotic Superstar Step Into Your Power Workshop. We should say it in a different way. Erotic Superstar. Get in your favorite power pose. Meow. Step into your power. We're teaching this workshop twice. We're teaching it at Pure Pleasure in Santa Cruz once again. On the 22nd. 22nd, which is Saturday of July. And, and maybe um, we'll record it. Possibly, so yeah. We and then we're also it. teaching at Symbiosis, the Oregon Eclipse Symbiosis Festival, which is about 50,000 50, people. 50,000 It is sold out. There may be tickets available maybe last minute. Um, there may be tickets available last minute. You'll have to just – I think you can Google Oregon Eclipse Festival. Yeah. But we are teaching yeah. on Tuesday? Tuesday, the, the 22nd, 22nd of, of August. August. Oh, that makes yeah, that works 22nd, out. 22nd. Wow. Yes. We love twos because we come in twos. We come in twos. Yay. So this is, yeah, this is a newer offering for us that's very much geared towards kind of the theme of this podcast is erotic empowerment but there's gonna be a really sexy seduction piece april is gonna be power posing up a motherfucker it's gonna be awesome we'll just be praising our pussies praise the pussy yeah so come check us out check us out and then you can also learn more on our website all of our upcoming workshops are at our website at www.shamelesssex.com there's three s's in that actually there's four which is perfect yes yes and so, so anyways, we're going to go over a topic we already talked about, but let's, um, let's do a sex life update because April and I haven't seen each other in more two and a half two weeks, weeks, three, yeah. Oh yeah, like two and a half weeks Seems or so like forever. And a lot has happened. A lot has happened. I mean, especially for you. Jesus. Wait, I so feel like I've been gone for like sex life update. News. News. What's up with you, girl? Oh my. So, um, sex has been good. Um, I am officially, I don't want to say officially, I'm officially non-officially committed. She's officially a girlfriend and has a boyfriend. I, I'm kind of in love and I know everyone is, keeps telling me it's so sudden. Like how, how do you know? But when I know, I know, like I have initial instincts about things. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm with someone. I met someone in the Caribbean. We talked about this on a previous podcast, but it really, the, the longer, um, I'm, the more time I'm spending with him, the longer I'm with him, it's just, it makes so much sense. I'm like, you're my person. You're kind of my person. So, um, I'm all in, like, I'm totally excited. Like I haven't wanted to be in a relationship for like a long, a long while. I wanted to focus on me. I wanted to focus on my career. I wanted to make sure I knew who I was, well, what was, I it am. It was perfect because if you've listened to past, past 
podcast, April said that she was needed to stay single until July, and it's now July. <laughs> I also had like an astro- astrological car- chart done if, to see if we're compatible. And the the woman that does it, she's really amazing in San Francisco. She was like, it's like Ayurvedic astrology. She's like, oh wow, wow, wait, whoa, your charts are just stunning. Like this is a powerhouse situation. I was like, for real, and that was basically sold. I was like, all right, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Like if the if the if the stars are telling me to do it, I'm gonna do it. So um, I'm really excited about it. He's, you know, he's like, he's a bit older than I am, which is cool. Cause I, I was on the hunt for some OD for, for a while. OD. OD. And yeah, we all know if you've tuned into previous podcasts that, you know, Amy had, um, prior relations with this OD and kind of organized Sexual relations. <laughs> Did you have sexual relations with that? <laughs> we sound like, is this Bill Clinton era? What's going on? <laughs> they, they may have copulated. <laughs> And it was fun. I actually um, saw a DECA video before I even saw the DECA. true. Oh, my God. Yeah, I actually received a a DECA video. Which he, which was tastefully done. There was a yeah. fire play, play, in there the was background. There's like a fireplace there was a, burning. Yeah, there was. And but it was you. You called it. He sent it at night. Well, you also had me screen it first. You're like, I oh, think yeah. he sent a dick. Video. I don't. Okay, let's let me just be clear. I love I love dick shots. I love from ones consensual ones. Ones that I actually asked. So please don't just send me your dick unless I've actually asked for your. Me neither. Your dick An shot. Uber yeah. driver sent me theirs once, so, and I was like, I'm not no, comfortable with that. No, no, no. Yeah, don't start sending us your dicks because no. we are not. We're gonna. We're just gonna. We're going to delete those pretty quickly. They're not actually even gonna. <laughs> get viewed we're gonna be like nope, no, i'm sorry nope. um and they're not, not gonna really get a rise out of us so um anyways i like receiving dick videos and dick pics from uh partners or lovers and i don't love the cum shot in like the actual in, like i like oh, it in person yeah. in person right. is great but i there's something about the um, even when i watch porn i'm not a big fan of the cum shot it's just not my jam in 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 person i like I, the cum to be in my pussy Personally. Yeah, or or on my body, or, or like their right. body, or whatever. It's all it's all good. Come I just don't tits. really like That's watching it on video. It's not really it doesn't really do much for me. In fact, it kind of makes it doesn't grosses me out. Isn't the right word. It's just not my jam. I'm a little bit like okay, well now I'm not that interested in that at this moment. It, it doesn't w- stimulate your arousal. Yeah. You're yeah. feeling more or less. So like, I made April watch this video. I was screening the dick videos because yeah. for me, I, I you know I'm, yeah, I like, like to check them out. I was like, you sent me a video and I don't know. I don't I'm like know. his cock looks pretty nice. Oh wait, I'm like this is a pre-recorded dick. Yeah, video. this is from the day. I'm it's like nighttime. it's nighttime right now. He just sent this. I was all screening it, so I had already saw the dick before I even. Saw the man. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and again, um, we, we talked about this on the last podcast. If you um, didn't listen, we talked about um, kind of making our own rules for relationships and sexuality and how a lot of people think once they've touched a body, then that body is off limits for all of their friends and family. You know, it just means like once we've touched, even if it was just once and I'm not interested anymore, it's weird if my friend hooks up with them. And um, I always like to encourage people to question that. Of course, if you're madly in love with a person, yeah, it might be hurtful if your friends start sleeping with them. That's one thing. Um, in my case, we just had a friends with benefits arrangement, and that ended. I got back together with my um, my partner, and I had in- actually encouraged before we went to the crib, and I was like, April, I think you should hook up with so-and-so. I'm not going to say his name here. Um, OD. And, <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. And then I told him the same thing. I was like, I think you should hook up with April. And he's like, I don't know. And then, of course, day one, it was sunshine and rainbows. And it was it's fun. I mean, it's definitely fun. And I'm excited. And it's interesting to be in um, kind of a monogamous kind of a monogamous thing. We have to have the conversation. And Amy was actually kind of coaching me earlier before we were recording on, you know, kind of 
where to be with it. it it's, it's in relationships that are new. It's easy to want to go all in and be like, I want you. I want all of you right now. But for me, I want to take it slow and make sure that we're really communicating with each other on where we're at and how, how things are looking and making sure that, yes, my heart's open, but I'm still, I'm still, you know, recovering a year ago, um, is when my, officially my, um, relationship with my now ex-husband was finally terminated fully. So I wanted to make sure that I'm, I'm there and I take it slow, but I'll let everyone know knows how that know how that goes, and I'm sure Amy, you'll be talking me through how um, this looks as well, because because monogamy is interesting, and I'm not always I'm not 100 certain that I am meant to be a monogamous person. I'm learning that. I like the idea of being with one person. I love relationships, um, but you know, I am also willing to explore other options. Mm, yeah, I think I actually had I posted something on Facebook today that was asking the general public what we should talk about. And one person had sent me a private message suggesting that we do like a non-monogamy talk, which I would love to do. And I feel like we'll bring on a really awesome guest speaker for that. because I had someone direct message me about that and said, can you talk about how to initiate threesomes? I was like, what do you mean? Just... Okay, I guess we could talk about that. I mean, so you want to? I'm like, I mean, I'm like, like, just get, bring me some greyhounds. We'll see how it goes. You know, vodka and and grapefruit juice. It really does so the we're trick. Do a guest speaker for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how that goes. April's suggestion is get liquored up. Do not do that. Do not do that. Whatever you do, don't do that. I know that was that was my first threesome experience. I got <laughs> I was liquored up. So, oh, um, but yeah. God, and how did it go? And you know what? It was phenomenal. The guy. Um, well, actually, so it was um, a war vet. Who, Are you getting bashful? <laughs> no, no. War vet. I'm trying to see like how to build this up. He only had one leg, and he had, he had a prosthetic because he was in um, Afghanistan. So it was him and his wife. So it ended up only it was a foursome, but um, oh, it was I this story. yes, and so. But um, it was more focused on his wife and myself and then my husband at the time and me. So he wasn't as incorporated. He was just watching more. So I consider it a threesome versus a foursome. Mm. So I don't know. Um, I'm not bashful about it. I was just trying to build it up. Like, how do I execute that properly so it's, it can be visualized slash understood? Because they were, they were great. They were awesome. She just, I was just drinking Greyhounds all day. It was my, it was my anniversary. And then the next thing I knew, I'm making out with this girl in a hot tub. And I was like, all right. And they're like, should we take this to the room? I was like, you bet. Yeah. You're and your husband wanted that threesome force. Oh for yeah. He did. And then we were in a bathtub. And I've been called a pillow princess before, you know, like when you lay back, like you're like, oh, pillow princess. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't prefer to be called that, but maybe it's true in some cases, this case for show, because I was in the bathtub and it was like, she was all in there. I was bruised. Like my whole spinal cord was bruised the next day from being like Whoa. banged up in the bathtub, but it was good. She was pretty good going down. Mm, that's like a whole nother podcast. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the trials and tribulations of how to get into a threesome. Yeah. yeah I like that. Or if threesome for some five sums. five sums yeah uh, any some any some yes one of the sums yeah that'll be that'll be a juicy podcast i wonder who should bring in for that there's so many educators are we wonderful. talking like we're gonna have a threesome on the air Ooh, yeah <laughs> air threesome, air threesome. <laughs> meow yeah that might not be very fun to listen to it's just a whole bunch of grunting yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, um, um. get that dick off up yep. in that badger uh, 
life. Everyone doesn't know that. What is the movie? Wanderlust? Yeah, Wanderlust. Yeah. Look, yeah, look up just little YouTube clips, uh, clips of. It's of Paul Rudd yeah. looking in the mirror, trying to talk like he's basically doing empowered language. He's trying to talk himself yeah. into a threesome or yeah. no, to have sex with um, like someone that wasn't oh, no, his someone partner. Else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was really good though. And I love referencing that. And we've done that for quite a while now, for a few years. Yeah. Dear Because it just makes sense. And he gets all like mouthy with it. Like, and you're like, <laughs> We're doing it right now. You can't yeah. really tell because we're on the air. Unless oh, you watch coming. us. Yeah. If you watch us, we're going to have um, our podcast recorded. We're recording it well, via my... hoping that it works out. I'm pretty sure it will if my okay. phone doesn't die. But we're recording. We're going to put it on YouTube. So you can tune in. We'll, um, we'll, you can see us in action in my house, sweating in my room. It's pretty hot. It's hot in here. Hot in here. <laughs> so take off all your clothes. All right. So, so is that the end of your sex? Are you feeling good? I mean, yeah. I like, think I mean, so. How's the sex, dude? Oh. What's up, shameless sex fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also, let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's or, my happily ever after, yeah, where's Amy? My ha- yeah, yeah, what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the, the book. book. We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful, right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. You, you want, want hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> are you ready for the Unleashed Tour? where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment. Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex-positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle. We're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year.
<laughs> I forgot. I'm all emotional about it. <laughs> it's um, like, I love you like, and stuff. The sex has been really great. It's been um, connected. So at first it was a little – I'd say when I previously was hooking up um, with different folks, I was like – I was getting really kind of um, – wild in my, in, for me, you know, I wasn't like, let's just do a missionary. I was like, dirty talk. Let's tie me up, spank me, choke me, do all the things that I'm into talking about it pretty, um, freely. And, and on a regular basis, it was really wild, fun sex where, and I'd bust out my toys. And now the sex with him has been very connected, very like, um, intimate. And so I'm, I'm kind of, wanting to go wild. So I have these stripper heels that I think I'm going to wear <laughs> and I'm going down to, um, to visit because I have to go down South for a trade show. So, um, I'm going to meet up and I think I'm going to bring the stripper heels and I'm obsessed with this song by Juicy J bands that make her dance. So I'm going to oh. do like a stripper thing and maybe get wild. So the sex has been connective, amazing, um, like more loving uh, and getting to know each other's bodies. He hasn't been able to make me squirt yet. And it's like his, goal which he did make amy squared a bunch so (laughs) (laughs) and i know that i'm like you know it takes me some time i am a squitter (laughs) (laughs) i know i was like i remember you telling me about it like you know i just go over there and i'm like red face right now yeah are you getting bashful (laughs) there's no shame in that gang girl that's amazing did i tell you that or did he tell you you told me that and then he also reinforced and i was like i already know about the the, the puddles (laughs) of water i'm like you know it takes me a little bit more should i get amy over here to Coach me through it on the end of the I've been squirting since 2003. So. Yeah. I'm a new, I'm newer to squirting, mm. like not super new, but um, probably in the last, like, I think since, I don't know. I don't remember my first time, but I also was on my couch downstairs and I was very close. And I have this velvet couch that I'm like obsessed with. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine the cleanup on the couch. Like we got to go upstairs. Oh God. So I was in my head too much yeah, about it. Clenched it. It's because I'm OCD. Yeah. Okay. Nice, it's a nice couch. Enough though. about me and my green couch and yeah. not squirting yet. Yes. What about Amy's okay, sex so update? Me. Okay. So I've just been in, wait a little bit of. Yeah. I went to the Mexico, the Mexico, with my partner. <laughs> and um, we had, you know, so we don't we consume cannabis. Um, I used to, like from age, well, I was like as a kind of such a stoner child. I was like one of those overachiever, like honorable students who could somehow smoke a lot of pot. Um, not like throughout the day, but like I, I definitely hit a phase. Maybe it helped you focus. It's medicine. It definitely did not help me focus. I would smoke after I did my homework. Oh, <laughs> got you. Got you. Um, but but I was more like a nighttime stony. And when I was in high school, and when I turned twenty one, I uh, I let that part go. I stopped smoking pot, and um, so it's never. It comes and goes. I've actually had moments where I've actually used it medicinally to like re- get really into my body. I'd have these sexy nights just for myself, where I put on cute little booty shorts and sexy music, and dim the lights and put on like my sexy whatever. Nice. I like black milk. I think the time, we did that so together we... once because you're like, let's get stoned and dance in front of the mirror. I was like, I like it. Oh yeah, it used to, it used to be my jam. To the, and then the next day, I just feel so good and alive. It's just like for me to get in my body and be really connected to it. Um, I haven't been doing that a lot lately, and my partner is not a big – also, cannabis is not their go-to. I think they used to smoke back in the day, too, a little bit, but it's not really their go-to either. We both have a tendency to just get too heady, and I know that there's other – you know, there's there's uh, THC versus the CBD and la-la-la. I know there's other ones we can get in our bodies, but it just hasn't really been more our, our thing uh, this day and age. But he, we actually kind of experimented with that a little bit and took a quarter of a um, – 
a little uh, like edible? tantric edible chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And had sex. And I remember that some of my most uh, powerful multi-orgasmic experiences have been on cannabis. And cannabis is known to make you horny. Well, and also, I mean, not everyone, but for a lot of folks, it al- helps with libido. Well, and also, not just libido. It didn't necessarily make me horny. It made me like, make, made me, I was actually pretty heady, which is interesting. I was like, my head, my mind was going crazy. Mm-hmm. But what happens when I have sex on when I have on cannabis is I get so hyper focused on one thing, and in this case, it's the touch that um, I'm able to like my sensations, my senses are kind of raised, and I'm able to just really focus on the touch and the sensations of what's happening in my pussy and in my body and whatever that is that whatever touch is happening. That when I actually have an orgasm, it is like amplified because I'm so hyper focused on it. It's also why I get paranoid on on, on THC too, um, because I'm hyper focused on something or like over creating stories in my head, or whatever that means, creating too many stories. So, anyways, we um, had some really awesome sex where I just my I had some really good orgasm, orgasms and the orgasms were from oral sex, which I don't usually have. Oh, me neither. Yeah. So it was like from oral sex, from him going down on me, and I was having and it, the way he was doing it was like. This 69 position where I was laying on my back, he was flipped around. So his essentially like his balls you are in my face. You told me that you didn't, you weren't as into 69 because there was too many. I wasn't touching parts. him. So it was 69 oh. position, but I wasn't touching him. He was just going down on me, but his balls were essentially in my face. And the cool thing so about you didn't it was. Like the balls? I was initially, and then he like kind of, kind of like told me, not told me not to, but like made a move so that I wouldn't because it was all about him praising me. Okay. And um, at that moment. And the cool thing was that he was pinning me down with his body. Mm. So when I squirm and shake, he just like pinned me down even harder. So there was like a little bit of this like dominance kind of like you can't get away from me. We dynamic. all know how you like you that. You know how I like that. So it was, yeah, that was awesome. I think that was probably like the highlight of our sex in, um, in Mexico. We actually uh, didn't, we only had like, we were there for two and a half weeks. And I think we only had sex out of like one of those weeks because, uh, I actually got, we both got sick. Uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't, we actually didn't get food poisoning sick. Like most people do in Mexico. We got like an actual flu, um, that was going around the little beach town that we were in. So didn't have a lot of sex, but when we had sex, it was great. It was it always, is. it's always great. It's always connected. It's always hot. And in that case, I had these really powerful orgasms from oral sex that I don't usually have. So that was cool. Nice. Hey, and now I he's like gone it. for twenty five days. So twenty five, twenty five. Oh my god. Yeah. So, no sex. You should get a queen bee. Oh, the queen bee's coming out, and it when is, is it out? Is that so? It literally is landing in the U.S. Um, when is the queen bee, April? The queen bee is Hot Octopus, the company that I run called Hot Octopus, um, based out of London, England. They um, only have two products right now: with the Pulse Three and the Pulse um, Pulse Three Duo and Solo. So two toys. Um, both for male-bodied individuals, folks that own penises. Um, and the other one that we're just launching is called the Queen Bee. And that one is our version of a vul- like a vulva vibrating wand. So think of like anyone's ever seen like the Hitachi magic wand, those big, like we talked about in our sex toys podcast, mm-hmm. but th- that was like my always my go-to. But Hot Octopus uses oscillation. So it's like medically proven to stimulate blood flow, which helps achieve a stronger orgasm. And the Queen Bee is like sleek, stylish, sexy, because Hot Octopus is all about releasing shame for masturbation, making masturbation like awesome for all folks, because sometimes you know, there's companies that are making toys that are, um, sometimes they look very phallic and they're not very sexy to look at, or they're made from bad materials. And we're all focused on making it functional and sexy. And actually, um, I had our web guy set up a, 
discount code. So if you're listening to this podcast and you want to buy any Hot Octopus products, you can get 15% off. Just use Shameless Sex um, at the Is checkout. all caps? No, it's all lowercase, I believe. That's a good question. Try, I, try both. All caps. Try all both. Lowercase. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I just got, he just emailed me today. Um, I think it's all lowercase. But And where's the website? Where do they do this? Oh, go to www dot hot octopus with two s's dot com and um it's pretty awesome the website's beautiful and you can kind of check out um the technology information because i don't want to bore you with a lot of the details right now because that's not our focus but it's pretty awesome stuff it's kind of changing the world of of sex toys for sure and i'm so happy to be a part of it so check it out and i'll get you a queen bee amy and then you can give us a full report it's my favorite toy right now it's awesome i know they i can i get one like soon well as soon as they land in the u.s so they're supposed to ship next week so they're supposed to ship to the retailers next week by the time they get here i'm gonna you can use mine okay cool I mean, I mean, we already shared some NECA. <laughs> <laughs> so why not share the difference? I mean, it's silicone and sanitizable, and I trust yeah. it. I'll say it's cool. Okay, cool. We're on a trust kind of. Yeah. No, we're fluid Just, bonded now. Yeah. <laughs> Eskimo sisters. Eskimo time. So should we get into our topic? Yeah. It, let's, I think it's uh, it's Dieka 101 time. I'm so excited for this. Oh, my God. There's like we when we have when we come together, I was like, what should we talk about? And this one, I feel like we've been kind of saving because I mean, we love the dick and we love the pussy. We love right. the pussy. We did but, our pussy praising episode. And it was and amazing. We haven't necessarily done how to please the pussy. It was more how to talk to the pussy and um, and praise the pussy. True, so true. this one is all about how to please pleasure and you know all all the things. It's also if you own, we're going to even talk about some like safety stuff and health stuff. We'll talk about not only the penis too. Uh, we'll talk about yeah, other bodies. Yes, how to kind of achieve achieve some awesome orgasmic situations um so so without further ado it's diaka 101 time Woo! so i'd like to open with a fun fact not just about the diak but about all humans in general and um how they like to be touched and how they touch themselves so are you ready for it are you ready i'm absolutely ready I'm, right. I'm waiting so sex nerd fact here we go so the way that we like to be touched as adults or that we touch ourselves or our masturbation practice or what we desire to be touched by another person is very much related to how we first started touching ourselves or being touched by another hopefully consensual partner when we were younger. So what about my teddy bear? The way that Barry. <laughs> what about Barry? Um, well, the way that you yeah. So the way that you used to rub Barry's little what'd you rub nose, nose on your little little clit. Uh, <laughs> that's cute. A little clit. Is that uh, a a lit a lit a clitito? A little a lit <laughs> Your little baby clitito. <laughs> so the way that April used to rub little Barry as a six or seven year old masturbating child, which there's many of them, it's a very common thing. Um, is very much related to how April likes to be touched now. So say uh, April was rubbing little Barry's nose on April's clit and mom was going to walk in the room at any minute. She had to do it really fast and really, really quickly before mom was going to run in and probably didn't make a lot of noise. Right. And so the same thing for uh, male body individuals or just all individuals. Um, so imagine a penis owner and they were masturbating and someone was in the room on the other side of the wall or was about to walk in and fast and hard often is what they was kind of the default because it's what they thought they needed to do because they had to hurry up. And then the orgasm was like, uh, uh, and there wasn't a lot of noise. It wasn't a lot of sound. Um, this isn't everyone. Some people are just like naturally like slow and soft or hard and, and like a really loud, that wasn't a sexy orgasm noise. That was more like a dying cow. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, 
this follows kind of kind of carries on into our adult life and it, so it's, it's a good example of kind of the learning of our pleasure and our what we like and what we don't like and there is a way to unlearn that if we want to undo that and there's nothing wrong with that if you like fast and hard if you're a dick owner or not a dick owner you own other body parts um, and you like fast and hard that's totally fine and if you want to learn how to get off on to slow and soft which if you are a dick owner who i'm more of a cock person actually can i say i'm gonna say cock cock owner and you're can in we say caca caca oh no that sounds yeah. like cocky like poop yeah. <laughs> let's just say cock yeah. i'll say dick you can say cock okay cock cock balls um, so they're both PC. They're both PC. Um, but if you're a cock owner and you're a cock owner who also likes to um, have sex or play with pussy owners, um, quite often there's this, this disconnect with what pussy desires and what a cock desires because porn likes to um, really not objectify but glorify what, what cocks like and or what cocks should like, what we think they should like. And it's usually fast and hard and pounding and it's like jackrabbit, like bam, 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 mm. um, which is, again – if this is what you're into, totally fine. If you're with a partner that also likes that, totally fine. I just had this conversation the other day with um, my not tier one now, I guess my tier X tier all things. Oh, your new tier. Oh yeah, my new tier. Oh, like um, so she has no more tiers. I don't know. <laughs> I, I got to figure out what yeah. to name that. But I was like, you like pounding, I like grinding. Mm. So I was like, can and we do fifty fifty? Yeah, there, there's room for compromise. There's room for learning how to get off to slow and soft if this is something that um, you want to do because our largest sex organ is our brain, right? Mm-hmm. 90, for, it's responsible for 90% of our sexual response. So um, it's not just necessarily the physiological things that are going on that it's that we're responding to. It's more of our the story attached to it, our understanding of it. So I wanted to preface this because as we talk about how to pleasure the cock, they're all different. They're all very, very different. And I like to teach from the approach of um, that that you are the creator of your sex life and that we anything is possible. And, and I want to really, really let everyone know that porn is not the way to learn this. I'm not anti-porn, uh, but porn really likes to show this fast, hard, just r- kind of like rough and just disconnected sex. And it's the same with anal when the porches oh, are prepping with the a, worst they're prepping. Educator. Right. And that's, yeah. that's a lot of times when people have yeah. interesting experiences or painful experiences with anal. So it's the same concept. So, yeah. so if, if you do not use porn as no, a guide for, and if you're, you know, exactly how you, how to learn how to have sex. Right. And, and, and this is the thing too, is if, if you're, um, you know, touching cock, sucking cock, whatever it is, and you're trying to watch porn stars in the way they do it. Um, yeah, maybe your partner might like that, but that's also fucking exhausting. Porn stars are sexual athletes, right? The way that they can move on a cock is like There's a lot of respect. Is, for is sure. So much. I mean, I'm surprised their necks don't break. I know. It's like Gumby necks. I right. don't know how they do what they do. So, um, this podcast is going to talk about a lot of different ways, but I think it's going to come less from a step one, step two kind of techniquey approach, and more of a empowered. Um, what works for you? What works for the other person? What are the needs? What are the desires here? And how do we please? And also incorporating our anatomy into it because mm-hmm. our bodies are designed amazingly. And I think incorporating some of the science behind how um, we're built is going to be really helpful to um, find different areas that you may find pleasure from that you haven't explored yet. So yeah. I think that's also um, a good thing that we'll touch on. Yeah. 
So to start, let's actually talk about the the cock itself, as if it is its own entity. There's a cock, and there's some balls, and there's a body, and there's a you know an energy and a soul, and then lots of emotions attached to it. Muscular yeah. nervous system. Yes, yes. So um, the fun fact: the uh, the clitoris has about eight thousand nerve endings, and the cock only has about half that. Four thousand, and a lot of them are concentrated in the, on the head tip. Yeah, the on head. the head of the penis. The head of the penis. So we're talking about the head, kind of like the little mushroom friend. That we're talking about. Um, if someone is circumcised, it's, it's it's naturally exposed all the time. If someone is uh, uncircumcised, there's foreskin there. When they're hard, the foreskin can pull back, and the whole head can be exposed, or there can be excess foreskin there still. Um, foreskin. Let's talk about foreskin. Foreskin. How do you feel about foreskin? Wow, that is so funny you ask because <laughs> I was just at a dinner uh, talking to, last oh, week, a five course dinner. No, talking about foreskin. Was, well, yeah, because I bring it up. So we were having an uncircumcised, circumcised conversation, um, and I personally was only with circumcised um, folks before my divorce, and now I've been with because you know in Scotland they only circumcise one in like twenty five people, uh, men. So I finally had my first uncircumcised dirka and it was amazing i loved the foreskin it was almost like um it was almost like its own masturbation yes, sleeve it's like a free jack off it's device. like a free jack off but i was sitting at a table with two uncircumcised male bodies and one circumcised and they're like talking talking and you know they both were convinced that their situation was preferred Mine's over the other and they're like what do you prefer april and i looked at them and i said Either or is good for me. I like it all. Switzerland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, She's Switzerland when it comes to Scotland. She's Switzerland. Yes. Well, and the other cool thing about foreskin is when the foreskin's there, it's actually self-lubricating. So it adds lube by itself to kind of like the way um, there's like, you know, pre-cum that can come out of the urethral opening, so the, the tip, and then, you know, like the way um, vaginal fluid, there's there's other things that all like all bodies have the ability to pre-lubricate. But foreskin underneath it actually is pre-lubricating. So when you cut it off, that you lose that natural lubricant. Right. We also need to to point out that there's a lot of I feel like at least through my um, you know years of talking about uncircumcised versus circumcised, being married to a Jewish man, obviously most folks are circumcised and they're always like, it's dirty if you're uncircumcised. That's a very, in my opinion, an urban legend. I think that um, the hygiene is one thing. So um, please, if you have any preconceived notions about either or, just remember it's it's a hygiene thing. It's a person-to-person thing. So um, some folks, it's a body. Bodies are different. So mm-hmm. um, lay down your arms about uncircumcised penises being in any way uncleanly. That's a total urban legend. Well, and that's and that's kind of like where circumcision came out of was, was for like a, a cleanliness practice slash also just another practice to control people's bodies. Maybe they'll stop. They won't touch themselves as much if we cut this part off and maybe this will keep them cleaner and maybe this will prevent stis from right it's not a vestige it's actually exists for a reason yeah we're born with this tissue so and i'm not anti-circumcision i'm again going to be switzerland on it i think that there's pros to being circumcised and there's pros to being uncircumcised as well um you know when someone is circumcised um, some things are kind of easy like when you have foreskin and you're traveling humid places you need to clean under the foreskin Mm -hmm. regularly um, I've met men that have had like kind of not not like irritation under there because there's so much moisture under there. So just some things to consider, but different strokes for different folks, literally. And love the penis. I mean, if you're loving penis, like yeah. love love the penis that you're with, whether it's circumcised or not. Like feel, mm. um, figure out what that penis prefers. Yeah, and you know, so on that note, I have to say though, 
So just like for me, I have to be attracted to a person, you know, they're attracted to the, the way they look. Um, and sometimes I can be attracted to their personality first and then become attracted to the way they look. I also feel like I need to be attracted to their cock. And mm. so it's okay, I guess, to have preferences, um, but I guess to educate yourself if, if a preference is coming out of uh, what might be like a myth or an idea that isn't necessarily, um, doesn't have to be there, just question it. Yeah. yeah, we're all about that. And I say try it at least once. I try everything at least once. Try every answer. Uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some answer. Well, that's yeah. right. So, yeah, so the head of the cock, we're talking about that's like where most of the nerve endings are. So when you're touching a cock, that's where most of your focus is going to go is the head of the cock. Um, with that said, if you're a clit owner, imagine someone just putting their mouth on your clit and just sucking on that the whole time. That would be a bit too much. So don't forget the entire entity. There's a nice shaft there, the testicles. I've heard from some people that their least favorite blowjobs were when people left out the balls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the balls, they like a little bit of sensations, maybe a lot. Um, It depends on the person. Very sensitive cargo. So uh, I suggest starting really, really slow and soft, almost cupping them like... um, you know the little those stress those, balls oh, right. you know, in Chinatown, those little things? <clears throat> yes, and yes. Kind of like moving them around in that sense can feel really gently, nice. Gently, gently first. Ask And ask questions. Yeah. Does this feel good? Yes or you no like questions. You're yes. not like, what are you thinking right now? Yeah, Definitely don't go there. <laughs> 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 Am I doing this right? Ask yes or no questions like more pressure, less pressure. How do does this like feel? This? Yeah. Do you like this? Right. Yeah. And like um, what's, what's the meaning of life? And yeah. Do you believe in God? No, <laughs> don't go there. It'll be like, is this the best sex you've ever, ever had? had? Ever ask them that when they're naked? No, do, don't, no, don't, 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 we're don't. totally kidding. Please don't do that. Um, yes, yeah. So, um, so that's I, I don't. We're not going to get too deep into anatomy, but that's just like some little anatomy tips there on um, touching the cock. And I will say the frenulum, which is we've talked about before, which is that bit that's almost like it's underneath. Um, if I mean, if you're, it's like the webbing. That you like, have under your tongue, exactly. But it's on the the head of the cock. So this um, area is also um, extremely sensitive, and um, actually, hot octopus products, which. I'm not doing a guiltless pitch here. It's for real. We have science. So the science behind octopus is developed to stimulate the frenulum area with oscillation, which helps if you're flaccid, helps you get from – because there's a ton of research that was done in Denmark about um, amplitude of, of oscillation on a flaccid penis to help you ejaculate. So the frenulum can be incorporated. So let's say you have a cock that um, maybe – you have erectile dysfunction, or perhaps you, um, you know, aren't in the mood, or your cock is not cooperating and it's not getting harder. There's maybe some too drugs we're taking. Too, too many, many too many, too many greyhounds. <laughs> um, you could use this technology, hot octopus toy, to get your penis into a hard state. It also was developed for folks with spinal cord injuries, so they could ejaculate, so they could produce children. It, strictly in hospitals. We developed it for a pleasure product. Um, and I just think like incorporating that, the frenulum, remember that, um, is always, um, a nice added bonus to having your penis. And while we're on that note, we're just going to hop all over the place, people. So, um, let's talk about soft cocks versus hard cocks, because this is an, this is an important thing. We're all about promoting shame, less shame-free, uh, as little shame possible sex. 
and there's a so there's so much shame around soft cocks. And it's true. So much shame. You don't like me? Why isn't your cock getting hard? Yeah, your cock signifies how you feel about me. Right. This uh, is not true. Yes. And and this there's something that, I mean, soft cocks happen for all kinds of reasons. Um, sometimes there's a blood flow thing, so there actually is a physiological thing. I like how um, I, I think it's Charlie Glickman. He's a sex educator, sex coach, uh, does a lot of really amazing work. He, I think he, oh God, how does he wear this? He talks about erectile dysfunction is actually not a physiological erectile dysfunction. He says it's a dysfunction. It's it's a func- It's a response to a dysfunctional situation. Mm. So a lot of times, erectile dysfunction isn't actually like the clinical by the book, you know, blood flow issue. It's there because there's other stuff. There emotional stuff, stressful stuff. Um, maybe there's resentment in the relationship, or someone's been shaming them for not getting hard, or um, maybe someone. Um, didn't get hard once and now they're in that permanent psych out of like, I'm never going to get hard. I'm never getting hard. And then they don't get hard. Uh, and I think it's Charlie who also talks about how uh, erections. So adrenaline is like not good for erections. So imagine like you're out in the wilderness and a big giant bear comes and like, Rawr! not the time to get hard. Right? right. So if you're under a lot of pressure and you have a lot of adrenaline flowing through you, erections actually probably aren't going to happen. So go Away from the situation for a minute and power pose. Literally, power that pose. will really help you. Power pose? power pose is making yourself bigger. So in nature, if you think about um, when you run into a bear in nature, what do they tell you to do? You get big. Running into a mountain lion, you make yourself large. You make a lot of noise. So yeah. power posing, there's a few different options, but you can like look in the mirror and just make yourself big. Do a starfish. Like what they do in Wanderlust. It is. I know. <laughs> Mia dicka. Mia dicka. <laughs> so just get. I do a. I do a Wonder Woman pose. You can do the Obama. Um, <laughs> You, you know where you lay back we'll like a starfish, of these so you can or you can watch them. our video, which yeah. is going to be posted on YouTube. But you can definitely power pose yourself for two minutes. Take yourself out of situations. Be like, I have to use the loo, and then go and power pose in the mirror. Power That'll pose. raise your testosterone levels, so lower your like cortisol levels in your back, but your shoulders Straight, yes. back. Posture. Yeah. It's like posture. It's, it's confidence. It's really owning the confidence there and taking time to really like get out of your head. Because the body bit. is brilliant. The body knows, and we can actually kind of fake it till we make it. So um, I don't want to say trick, but it is kind of like tricking your body into like, no, I, I got this and I'm strong and just going into that. And it's telling your mind that, yeah. which is, again, which is your biggest, your sex, biggest organ. sex organ yeah. is your mind. So it's getting out of your mind in your headspace and getting into your body and helping yourself realize that you are powerful and you have the ability to do everything that you want to do. And really trying to divert your focus away from the, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this. I always fail because that means you're in your head and you're not in your body, which if you've heard past podcasts, that's kind of the number one thing that's getting in the way of people experiencing profound pleasure. Um, and also erections, uh, I have an issue with that too. So um, really get even when noticing those thoughts when they come in, the psych out, the story and getting away from that, turning off the mind, coming back to the, either the, whatever it is, the body sensation. So if you're touching yourself, what does it feel like to touch yourself? Same focus on that or the breath, you know, breath is a big thing too. If you're getting that psych out of, I'm not going to get hard, um, or I'm going to come too early, breathe and focus on the breath. Just stay with that, and it will, I, I promise you it will at least help a little bit to get you out of your head so that you can, uh, your body can kind of function the way that it 
it wants to as opposed to the story in your head control, controlling it. And breath work is – it's not only um, proven spiritually people connect, but it, look at runners. They they can run more um, – longer distances by focusing yeah. on breath. Um, yogi is the same. Meditation, the same. There's science behind all of that work. So, yes, breath work is huge. Even mm-hmm. in when you're in you know an, an experience with a, a partner and doing focused breathing, which we can do a podcast on later because yeah. it's really interesting well, and amazing. We like a mini – mini breath thing here so um light shallow breath breathing that like <sighs> the panting that builds up your arousal so if you want to get more aroused um maybe come soon or like it's it just it just that builds up the erotic energy so that so that if you don't really want to really build up the energy quickly you, that's actually not what you want to do um, but so what you would like to do, what would be ideal is to do deep, full body breath. So that in through the nose, <sighs> out through the mouth. <sighs> so long, deep breaths, really moving the energy through you. It calms the nervous system. This is really useful if you're getting the psych out uh, on erections, on ejaculating, on I'm scared about this new person that I'm hooking up with. I don't know if I'm going to perform exactly. Power pose and breathe, Power people. pose and breathe. Power, Power pose and, and breathe. breathe. And um, on that note too. Soft cocks. Let's give some love for soft cocks. I've loved some soft cocks. Yeah, it's not all about a hard dick. No. And so if you're encountering a soft cock, if you're someone who's playing with a cock and the cock happens to be be soft or go soft or um, cannot get hard, please, I I would like to ask you to not bring shame into that situation. Lay your because, shame game down. Yeah, because that will that shame will stick with that person, and you're not going to give what you want when you shame. Someone. I always say, all right cool let's take a break or hey can i suck on that cock? or it's like oh you know it's all good i love your cock no matter if it's hard or soft there's so many things we can do like we can do a lot of grinding mm-hmm. there's there's like there's so many options of what you can do with the cock you can actually take the cock with a soft cock with your hand and rub it on your own cock on your own clit or whatever you know as, a, as another body playing with that person um it doesn't have to be hard to have fun we can do some like i love um, ear breathing stuff. It turns me on. Ooh, are you an ear person? I'm, I'm an such an ear person. A hundred percent. And I'm like, let me get in on your ear right now to mm-hmm. see what happens. It it's, could be just a way to kind of do, uh, explore other areas of the body yeah. and what they are that's, into. That's a good, that's a good opportunity to try other play. The cock's not hard at that moment. Okay. What else can we do? Not There's wrong. so many other yeah. options on the table. Your body's a playground. Your body is a playground. And so when we do Didn't that, John and then, Mayer have a song. No, your body, body is, is a, a wonderland. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> that was sexy. Yeah, that was pretty good. So yeah, it's a good opportunity to help the person not develop shame in there. And quite often also when you don't shame them, then all of a sudden the dick gets hard. It's like, Oh, right. we're safe here. Okay, oh, hey. cool. Rock hard, hey, yeah. Hey, right. Cool, I'm accepted. This is fine. So praise and love for some soft cock and um, trying to get away from the shame when the cock doesn't perform the way that you dreamed it would. And th- this is also the idea of goal-oriented sex. The minute that when we can have sex that isn't goal-oriented, that isn't, you know, penis in orifice. Right. Uh, or every time you're going to have an ejaculation, sometimes and, you can just play. Or every time someone has an orgasm right. and if they don't, then we failed. Getting away from that and it just takes the pressure off the table and then more pleasure can be had. It's wonderful. It is actually way better when there's no pressure. You just feel a release. Yeah. There's no shame in it. Just be like, I want to play. I want to have fun. I want to feel good. And we've talked about that on our, I forgot which podcast number it was. Oh, Sexy Talk. Was that number four? Um, Yeah. Praise the Pussy and Sexy Talk. Or yeah, because we were doing Sexy instead of Dirty. Um, Another way to get rid of pressure when you're sucking a cock, rubbing a cock, whatever it is, um, is to let them know that, what we say? I could do this 
all day, day long. Yeah. Like I all wh- night. Whether your cock is hard or something. Like I, don't, I just love your cock. I love the taste of your cock. I love having your cock in my mouth. I love having your cock in my pussy and in my ass. Whatever it is, whatever you're doing. Um, praising, yeah, praising and also praising in a way that gets rid of the time limit that like I could do this all day thing. It isn't that you have to hurry up and I hope again, they don't hold you to it because most bodies don't want to do that all day. Um, but whatever you can do, and if you do have somewhere to be, just pick, let's pick this up where we left off later yeah. today. Yeah. I have to go to work right now. Unfortunately, yes. I could do this all day except for except right, now. For right <laughs> now. Oh no. Yes. And, and we're done. <laughs> so yeah, whatever you can do to Get rid of the shame, and this is where communication comes into play. So whenever we have um, silent sex, which can be hot on its own, mm-hmm. of course, um, but sometimes you miss out on the opportunity to praise and connect and also understand and learn. Right. Yeah. So have conversations. So praise that cock. Talk about that dick. Talk about that dick. Thank you for listening to our uh, first session of Dick Sucking One Hundred and One. Dick Sucking, not just oh, sucking, dick no, loving, dick, dick One Hundred and One, yeah, dick praising, dick diving, dick. We love the dick. We just are all about the dick on we, this podcast, and we realized we were intended for this to be one podcast, and we realized that there's so much to say about the dick. So we're actually going to turn this in two. So um, we're going to cut it at this point, and then invite you to tune in next week for Dick Love Point Two Point. 2.0, yes. And every Tuesday we launch a new podcast. So tune in every week with me and Amy and all the dicka. Ciao for now.